So today's episode, Christoph Lindner, uh, Maurice's neighbor and that's right guru wise wise guy uh started multiple businesses and he's going to tell us a little bit about them and then a little bit about life around that yeah what'd you, what'd you take out of it maurice yeah it, it, exactly i mean the business side is one thing right but i think the the habits that led him to get there oh, yeah. 100 uh, to build up his business to change his his personal habits and his approach to not just life, because there was a big portion of life in there. And that was the actual initial kickoff where he found his first online marketing funnel. Um, but also then, okay, how do you translate that in different areas? Being uh, what he talked about, being better, better friend, better father, better a lot, right? Like different yeah. categories. I thought it was super interesting from that perspective. And then obviously, uh, just for all the online marketers and, and and business people out there, like how do you get your digital company started, right? And market a digital product. Um, that was an interesting bit as well. And then we, you know, we went crazy at the end and went left and right or right or left. And uh, as always, gets a little crazy in there. So <laughs> super interesting, super fun, and uh, we are so happy to had uh, to have had uh, Christoph on and. Um, well, now it's time for you to watch and listen to it, right? Have fun with it. All right, you guys, let's get this started then, right? Because really, what could go wrong once you press record? Right? Exactly, what could go wrong? <laughs> it's all going to be very perfect. <laughs> all right, dear esteemed uh, crazy podcast viewers, uh, this is another episode of so-called Crazy People Podcast. Uh, I hope you're sitting back, you have your drinks ready, and you're ready to listen or watch, depending on which channel you're using, um, to this episode today. I first want to introduce uh, my dear colleague, Mr. Russ Frommer, uh, who's Howdy, everybody. based, as always, out of uh, Louisville. And then the esteemed guest today is Mr. Christoph Lindner. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Um, yeah, my name is Christoph Lindner. I'm an online marketer. I have a, I have a company with um, uh, and who sells supplements that was growing uh, for um, quite a while now. Um, I could tell a little bit of story about that, how you do that. And actually, what I started um, just recently is I started an academy that helps people to do their first approaches online, to start the first online business. So maybe we just start with some of the basics, right? How, how did you how did you get here? What's your origin story? Like where where did the impetus to start that that first company come from? So I I had a like um, I did a normal studies I studied chemistry actually um, because I wanted to do something for the environment back then um, and then um, because of personal development of my personal life I had to change things I had to um, start something new and I found actually a very interesting thing in two thousand eight. 2008, I found um, my first funnel online. Back then, the internet was more like a like a big round of a lot of um, websites um, that that were more big uh, um, cards, like big portraits of people, like telling who they are, what they can offer. Um, that were not really like um, made for customers to to do something something specific. And uh, that one was fascinating, actually. It was a page 
where you did not have anything to do at. You, the only thing you could do at actually was to give in your email address. Oh, and it said, um, you will learn this and that and that if you follow this path and give the email address. And um, it looked weird. It looked like a scam uh, because in 2008, you never would see a page like that. But yeah. I, I um, put in my email address. I found actually good information to that job subject that I was very interested in. Um, followed that whole path and became uh, a member of a little uh, group or movement, or let's say. And I, I found it so interesting that I wanted to start the same thing in, in German as well. So the interesting thing about this is actually um, that back then the, 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 top, the topic was, it was actually how to date girls. That was a topic I was interested in back then. <laughs> yeah. So um, it helped me actually with information, ebooks, and video courses uh, where someone talked about how you could approach girls and how you could make yourself a masculine personality and how you how you could date other the other sex. Mm -hmm. And that was very helpful, actually. And I thought, especially here in Germany, where we have a lot of shy guys, this would be a nice thing for us here, too. And um, I knew back then I had I had like 10 grand on my bank account. I had saved that up for uh, the in the in the years before. And the that guy that talked about online dating, actually he sent all these newsletters about this topic. And then one day he said, actually, my name uh, I have I have a different name. This was this was all a pen name I used for um, giving you all this information about dating. My actual name is this and that, and I, I created an online business with ten uh, million dollars uh, in, in in revenue, and I can teach guys how to do that in any other topic as well. And I will invite everyone who's interested uh, to a seminar here in, in Los Angeles. And that seminar was actually 10 grand in US dollar. And from the exchange rate, I could see, okay, from the 10 grand I had, I could pay also the flight and hotel. And I flew mm -hmm. out to that person, um, learned everything from him, how he did his funnel thing, which was actually back then pretty new. Um, I had never seen anything like that. In America, this whole scene of creating like little funnels where you give in your email address and sell the product was just growing back then. And uh, yeah, I flew uh, home with a license deal with this person and then actually sold his dating advice uh, products in Germany. That was oh, my cool. first business in 2008. Interesting. And from, from that on, um, he recommended me actually to other people. Other people got uh, uh, were, were interested in us who also um, sold eBooks about other topics in, in English on the US market. And so we uh, were invited to a lot of fitness persons. And then we, we made a lot of license deals I, had a, I got a partner then back then that uh, made a lot of license deals and start selling a lot of uh, fitness products, actually, mm. about diet, about how to build muscle. That was the first one, actually. And uh, yeah, from that developed actually in a supplement company. That is what we have now. I have a, I have a second thing that created uh, that was uh, built by that because we didn't have a good payment processor for all our online sales that we were making. So we created our own company that does the online payments for our company now, but is also doing it uh, as a service for other companies. And uh, yeah, and then just recently, I had the feeling that um, yeah, I would I would like to show other people how easy it can be to start with an information that you have in your head to start an online business with it and sell it as an ebook or sell it as a video course or sell it as a coaching product. And there are actually like specific um, steps you have or you can follow to um, create a funnel and have actually from your home, from your living room, um, a, a nice smooth business that can 
feed you and make you very happy and give you all the freedom that you would like to have. What is interesting is the is the mix of products that you're offering, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, it, it seems to be like a wide range that more or less are disconnected from each other. So are you utilizing just the know-how of marketing and you market whatever comes across and looks like it's a profitable business? Or do you have a specific choice when you're selecting the products that you're going to take on? Actually, I think uh, the, the best fitting products would any kind of advice giving products, any um, kind of teaching products. Um, because the marketing we use is very story-based. We use storytelling marketing for it. But I think you can um, use it as a tool for selling many products that are out there. As you can also um, tell a nice story about like tables, let's say, or um, then most of the customers we have in our, our academy are people who um, have have their own story about, for example, I'm thinking about a guy, he uh, quit smoking and he, he thinks he has a nice way of how to quit smoking because he tried out a lot of different methods and he found one that really works and he had helped his friends to quit smoking and he wrote an ebook about it, but he had no idea of how to sell it. So we could help him a little bit, build a funnel, build a nice web page, build a story around it, um, have his own payment processor so he can, so he doesn't have to um, put it on Amazon. Amazon takes a lot of money, and you don't have the marketing in your own hand. I don't think it's a good idea to sell um, sell your your books on Amazon uh, because you have much more freedom and much more possibilities to market your product if you have your own landing page and your own your own payment system on it. Um, yeah, you can you can use it for very different products knee bandages all kind of um, health products yeah you can think about but uh, i think also you can use it like we had one who, who sold actually um what's the word like the the uh, fish baits yeah, yeah. we helped him sell his fish baits online so from that perspective what would you say in terms of what are the trades that that are making you uh, successful is it the know-how and the knowledge that you have or other other trades where you say, all right, the know-how and, and all of that is just one part of the cake, right? The, another slice of the cake to get there is really the persistence, is really being open to different products or different processes and so on. So what would you say is the unique trait to you that enables you to really run your business the way that you do? I think it's actually, it's discipline. It's discipline uh, and experience done with discipline. So I, I don't think I'm, I'm smart or something. And I don't think people who um, like want to learn from us how to build their, own, their first funnel and how to build their um, online business have to be like smarter than others or something or have to bring other skill sets than others. But what, what you have to do is like, you have to push through and you have to maybe have a, have a healthy lifestyle and you have to have a healthy way of approaching things because things can get tough yeah? and it's also it's not like so easy that you don't have to do anything like you have to work on it if you don't work on it you will not make it and i see that thing that some people are used to to and are disciplined to do things and on a regular basis and they're disciplined but also not only in putting effort in things but also to achieve goals they are they are they have the experience that if i do something and work it up until the end that i achieve something and also 
um, yeah, um, take the take the the, the um, fruits no, from it that worked out. Some people actually um, teach themselves themselves how to fail, how to in the end maybe when they're almost finished they they quit yeah, because they don't want to do the last steps. They don't want to fight the last dragon that stands in the way to achieve their goals. So. I would actually say it's a it's 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 discipline and discipline um, um, turns into habits and if you have good habits your habits should actually be good not only in your in your work um, area but also in, in in the other areas of your life mm -hmm. then that's the best actually um, so what are some of the habits that you created for yourself so are you working um, are you achieving a certain volume of tasks that you have to fulfill on a daily basis or what is your goal setting look like or how you how what is your approach actually i think when i started out there were interesting things that i did to to change my personality to change my personality into something that was more productive and that could achieve more actually now my habits are are fine but i'm actually in a pretty comfortable situation i don't have to work as much any uh, anymore as i had back then when i started out um I have I have kids now. I have like the perfect relaxation, the perfect balance that I didn't have when I was single. Like I was single and I had bad habits. Like I, I drank a lot. I didn't work out. I didn't eat healthy. I wasn't used to set a goal and and pursue it. So um, like, do you do you really want to know what I do now, or is it maybe interesting also like how to start out? Like what's what what shall we talk about? I think I think it's it's more how you started out because I yeah, yeah. it's more interesting for for people to see what your journey was because you know we are you know and we get to the crazy part of all of of all of this right yeah um, but you you have to you need to have a certain approach to get there and so there's the steps to take I think that is great information for our viewers or listeners to hear and see what it is that you took or what it is that you did to actually get there right okay okay so let's get a little bit crazy yeah so what what i did back then what helped me the most what i would recommend everyone who's open for for things like that like some people are not open to to do um some some um, like things that are out, out of the box or uh, uh not the ordinary yeah? what what i would think what is the most important thing is like um Dividing your, your life in areas, like typical would be like the work area, the family area, the friends area, the, the, the hobby area, something like that. If, if you're spiritual, add in spiritual area to it. And then write down what you want to be in that area. You, know? you could write down, for example, add in, in, your, in, your, in your friends uh, area. I want to have X many friends. I want them to call me and I will call them. We have a good connection. And I want to have more invitations and I can follow up with, and I want to be liked by everyone and respected by, by everyone, like things like that. You write it down, just like the, the, the ideal situation that you think that, that you want to be in. You know? And then you just put it away and let it like do the magic. You know? that's, that's step one. You know? And you should rewrite it actually. Like once you maybe have um, done these, these little, like these other things also that I would mention and it starts to create a, a journey for you. 
You could then um, review it on a regular basis, maybe once a year, twice a year, and see what you maybe actually achieved. And, and the things will change also. You will see, okay, this was a good idea to have it look like this, but maybe now I think the ideal situation is a little bit different. I want to refine it. I want to put more, more, more colors to it here and there. Yeah, th that is step one. Then step two would be to answer to answer some questions, like write it also down, answer some questions. And I had 77 questions that I answered, and I still like to read it myself because it was it was helpful for me to get perspective, to get the right mindset when I started out. And those questions, like I cannot recite them all here, but the first question, for example, is um, it was uh, um, uh, by um, Einstein, I think, uh, asked it the first time, is the universe a friendly place? Um, and um, and this question, like you can you can write it down, and and it will it will show what you think about the world. You know? mm -hmm. The next question is like, am I cause or or am I a defect? Am I responsible, or is anyone else responsible for my life? Like some some questions are easy, but for example, the question is the universe a, a friendly place? Is a question if you think the universe is a is a place of hardship you know? and a lot of like. Uh, aliens out there or a lot of like um, um, bad energy out there that wants to um, harm you and you have to fight for for living yeah? it's a different approach to life than if you think no the universe is a friendly place and maybe any harm or damage i had in my life was maybe like bad luck or like things out of out of control actually out of the normal situation and the normal situation is that we are in a flow that everything is fine for us that everything even if i make mistakes in the end everything will turn out well for me yeah? so also how you how you see these questions how you answer them you can you can answer all those questions and then review them also after half a year maybe a year you will see okay how your things shift how you how just thinking about this question makes you yeah think differently in in in, in some parts because people have really bad mindsets about things <laughs> like it's 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 hard they really um stay in their own way a lot yeah so how do you how do you make sure that you're translating those those beliefs the, the answers to the 77 questions into actual real action because sometimes you i i think i believe something and i'll say it to you and then i'll go and do the opposite right i'll tell you hey, man it's really great to eat a lot of vegetables and then i'll go have potato chips yeah how do you how do you translate the the belief into action or for you how do, as you were starting out how did you make sure that those 77 questions turned into actual things yeah yeah setting goals is good then you just have to write down some goals put time timestamps on it and try to like follow that as best as you can and then we have this whole thing about how to um uh what's the word like how to get into the habit that you um like that, that you benefit from achieving goals. Like whenever you achieve a goal, you have to celebrate it. You know? If you mm -hmm. celebrate it, your, your body will understand, okay, if I achieve goals, it's good for me. You know? But then, then and setting goals, there are many information about how to set goals actually out there. You can actually mm -hmm. type it in, the, in, in Google and you will find a lot of pay, um, websites that will tell you, no, they need to be measurable, this and that and that. You can try it out, but I think it's very individual for people. Like some people are better off writing goals that are in, in a year time frame some people are better off writing like the big goals i want to be a billionaire i want to have this and that and you, you need something you you are drawn to yeah? and that is that is then again this is this thing this crazy weird thing about discipline and 
how to get yourself motivated. I think it's a it's a tough area, ma'am. You need to find ways for yourself how to get motivated and how to set goals and how to how to follow them. Yeah? And it has something to do with your habits. Like you have your 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 exact at the moment habit situation. So you are able to produce this amount of like of, of value in the health area, for example. Yeah? If you don't eat vegetables, it's the habit, it's your habit to don't eat vegetables. But if you know if it's good for you, you should maybe try a vegetable once a week. And if you put it in your in your diet once a week, that's a start if you can manage to do that and celebrate it. If you do it once a week, then maybe you can give yourself a, a, a nice little treat no, after you've done that. And then you can you can work up from there. Some people can get faster, some people get slower. Like I've tried to motivate people. I have I have people in my surrounding where I have the feeling they could really benefit from some goal setting and from some change in their life. But if I talk to them, they don't change. They don't do it. They don't make it. Like you, you have to have your own motivation. And if you're motivated, huh? how if you're motivated to change something, something to do something. Yeah, actually, goal setting is not that complicated. Just just write some goals down. I wouldn't even say it's you can you can make a big mis mistake with it. You you have to find your own way of how far away they should be, how achievable they 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 should be. If it's fun for you, if you set goals that you don't achieve after a while, it was the wrong approach maybe yeah? because you didn't have any time to celebrate and you feel demotivated. So you need to make maybe smaller goals. You know? What are what is one of the goals that you want to share? and that you didn't achieve <laughs> if you want to share some but you anyway to share some you can also go on a positive and say hey that is a that is a goal that i never thought i'd get there and eventually it was super easy to get there because once i started with it i kind of eased into the concept of whatever i had to do to get there and so on also one goal I achieved and more than ever was was actually um, a, fin a financial goals that or all the financial goals I had. I was not a not a rich student. I thought when I had $2,000 a month, I would be happy and rich and uh, be the happiest guy in the world. And then actually when, when my business took off, it, it was more like I'm, I'm not the richest person in the world, of course, but I have but I have the, the money thing a little bit solved. I have enough money for my But for the life I need, I can go eat out whenever I want. I can buy things like whenever I want. We even like, yeah, also, like there, at first I started out when I thought I need 2,000 euros a month. Now I have a family with three kids. I have a big house. Um, like the, the kids go to a private school. Like 2,000 euros are just, are just the beginning of the, of, the, <laughs> of the month, let's say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's easily spent. Um, so... That was actually, and, and the freedom you can achieve if you have your own business and you have, if you have made your business into an, into an automatic machine, if you have people run your business for you, it's unbelievable. Yeah? You, you cannot compare that to a life being, a, being an employee in a company and uh, need, like in need to achieve the goal someone set for you. Yeah. And then other things, of course, what I, what I, what I did not achieve was I'm not a I'm not a billionaire yet. Like I, I maybe had this kind of fantasy. I could be like rich endlessly. Of course, I, I'm, I'm not endlessly rich. Or I wanted like one of my companies. I really wanted to be to become bigger and and much more successful. But it did not work out. You know? But in this is maybe 
this is learning how to stand on the on your ground, like um, be humble, not become too crazy, and see also that the magic. I'm always like this magic thing about setting goals, changing habits, changing your personality, achieving things. It's not endless. Um, like yeah. it also has its limits, and normal life also comes to you, and, and normal circumstances and things, and a little bit of luck. You need a little a little bit of luck, or you see that maybe in hindsight. Also, you had some luck. Yeah. There are also chances that come your way. Maybe some people get bigger chances than others, um, I would say. But it's not it's not super fair. It's not all like super kind of uh, happy, happy. God is giving you everything if you just think about it uh, way. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's shift gears a little bit because uh, I know that uh, Russ is actually urging to ask you some more of the technical questions. <laughs> so, so this is, this is all the side of, um, of the self-motivation and the self-drive and being an entrepreneur at the end of the day, right? And, and managing your life and managing your business. Now, since you are that online marketing guru in a, in a way, right? Um, there's a couple of things that are happening right now in, in the world out there that I find super interesting, but that I also hear that a lot of people are threatened by that, right? It's, let's start off with the easiest one. It's if you use Google um, SEO and, and all these, there's algorithms and so on. And it's, it's getting tougher and tougher to get through them and to really understand them, especially for us in, in our business, right? We have the the algorithms of, of YouTube, we have the, uh, the SEO algorithm. So there's a lot of, there's a lot in this portray of, of things that we have to monitor. So how do you stay current? How do you, you or your team manage to, to monitor what's going on in that environment and stay current? No. Yeah, in, in my eyes, the old search engine optimization follows your ad strategy. Like what is not possible now anymore is like have a website, optimize it somehow for search engine optimization things, and then pop up at the first 10 results of Google in some area. That's that's a tough thing to achieve. Uh, that was maybe 10 years ago that you could achieve. And there was something to worth pursuing for because you get free traffic from that. No? Now the thing is, is, is different. Actually, once you've um, raised your page to a level that it gets a lot of traffic from all your paid sources, then the, the search engine optimization follows it. So Google will somehow um, see that site, will somehow be um, noticed by that website, as it will notice the website and put it also higher in the ranking of the normal um, search questions. But I think definitely if you want to sell something, do not think that if you just put it somewhere, if you put it in, in the Google index, if you put it on Amazon, that anyone will find it. It's too much out there, much too much. It's, it's the, the situation totally changed. Even if you have the best product, no one will know about it. No one will buy it. And no one will also ever make it like viral from by, by itself. Like you need to have a marketing strategy for it, definitely. Yeah? But then that, that is also not, not, not so difficult to 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 do, yeah? that's the good side of it. Because I would say, focus on something. Yeah? Don't do all at once. Of course, you like if you think about, I need to do something, new TikTok marketing, I need to do my social media campaigns and, and, the, and the ad campaigns here and there, that's all too much. That, that is not something you can achieve if you start out. If you have a big marketing team, you can do that, but not if you are just starting out and you want to have your first traffic source um, uh, that, that generates profitable uh, sales. Yeah? So 
what I think is still the best way of how to start out is with Google Ads. Google Ads is easy to, to start with, and you actually can easily target people who are looking for your service. You know? mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we have we have good experience with our beginners start with Google Ads. We have not so good experience actually with starting all the social media hype and social media stuff. Also, everyone wants to do it. I I don't recommend it. I wouldn't do it. It's a it's a waste of a lot of effort, uh, money, and time. You know, if you if you want if you want to do that. If you have a service, I would say make a good ad on Google. Try out also this easy thing how Google actually um, helps you by you like you still have the system where you have a, a little headline and then two lines below it. Like that's the easiest thing, how to build an ad. And by then you can tell Google to make variations of like three, four headlines and some more combinations of sentences that you put below it. No? And then from that on, actually, if you have a good eye, you can start out with things. You can make Google, make your research machine also, which angles triggers your, your audience, yeah? what works, like what, what subject, what words trigger click rates. And from that on, you can also um, better your, your landing page to fit that and to have a better conversion. In the end, in the, in the, end, the game is played at, at the conversion level because traffic you can somehow buy. It's, some traffic is more expensive, some traffic is cheaper. What you have to do is you have to have a good funnel that converts your traffic, your viewers into buyers. And once that works, then you have a scaling, you have a new level, yeah? you, you need to scale it. But first step is to get the first spend, ad spend that you have profitable. Fantastic. What do you think of um, tools like ChatGPT and, and all of those tools that are coming out there? Amazing. Yeah? We are doing our first, uh, we're making our first experiences with it. They are amazing. So we will see a different way of how to market in the future. It is changing everything. Because what you can do now is with, with a few good prompts, you can actually have a good analysis of your, of your audience and of what is actually already interesting to them right now. Like, like there are prompts where you can, um, where you can make the, the, the KI write your own ads for you, and then you can tell the AI, make it more emotional or make it more appealing to the people, make it more like this. You can give them examples, like make it more like that. It is, it is amazing. Like I've seen um, guys work in areas, for example, an employee, he started out in another company. I'm, I'm invested in it. It does medical uh, products or medical services, let's say. And he's a marketing guy. He was actually helping me out at the academy. He started in that company. And he created with a few prompts, he, he created like a new funnel, a new strategy, a new like text for a new landing page, a whole new thing. And that, like the others uh, at that company, it's a small company, but they, they were blown away. They didn't know that could possibly <laughs> happen. And then there were people working there three, four years and they, and they couldn't have come up with that. It is amazing. Like, I, I, would... I, think so. I think so too. It's, uh, it's ridiculously crazy when you see what the development is, right? It started off with text. Um, now you also have graphics where they generate graphics that you cannot distinct from the, the original, right? Yeah. Um, so that is a bit of a challenge uh, from a societal perspective. But for, from a business perspective, I think it's super interesting. Russ, as somebody for in the uh, internet security business uh, that you are, how do you see that side of the story? Yeah, I think it's it's actually quite interesting as as you applied what people call AI. It's it's 
sort of a predictive text generator and predictive index or image generator and stuff like that. Um, I think the the scary part, though, uh, maybe Christoph, you have an opinion about this. The scary part is that it's it's it can be really easy for me if I'm a bad guy to go, Christoph, and look at your businesses and go, hey, let me copy some of this and throw it into the AI generator and and generate some stuff out and and scam people out of stuff um, and and get them to send me money just because it looks like it's a reliable product like yours are, but you know, nefarious actors, it, it makes it easier to be a bad guy faster, I think. What do you think? Totally, totally. I would think so too. So that, that's a total different thing. Like I said, AI is actually very useful as a tool to start out and, and create marketing pieces. Yeah, as you said, like pictures, text, but there's this web page, there's an AI for anything.com or something it's called. And you, you have a lot <laughs> yeah. of kind of different services where KI can mm -hmm. help you now. No? And it's cheap. It's unbelievable cheap. Like a, we, we use a, a, a picture generator now. I think it costs like $10 a month or something yeah? Yeah, nice. for getting access to unlimited uh, pictures. Yeah? We can create pictures without end any day. It's, it's amazing how to how to deal with all the, the bad sides of KKI. And I think it's it's dangerous. Uh, um, I'm not sure. Like that's that's a, that's a different part. That's not the marketing part. Uh, mm -hmm. Now I would say don't copy things from other from from others, but that people in marketing model things that they see that are working out there. That was always the case. And um, copying was possible like a year ago, and it's it's made easier by KI, that's true. But somehow, yeah, make make sure your content is still unique and, and you give your own your own um, vibe to it. And don't don't copy other other people's marketing. Try to understand what's working. Try to de decompose it, né? like funnel hacking. Né? Try to understand what's working on and then um, use it as a model for making your own thing out of it. Totally. And KI is uh, I don't know. Like I have the feeling mm, you can much easier. Yeah, um, generate texts that are influencing people and that can be used by good guys, but also, of course, of bad guys. I mean, we know that um, like countries want to uh, have political influence into elections of other countries. I think that is made easier. And I don't know how dangerous and how bad it, it's all going to be, but it's it's powerful and it will it will change us. And we, have, we will have to deal with it so just as with social media. We all know social media is bad for us. There are, there are studies everywhere that shows you the more time you spend on social media, the less actual real friends you have and the, the less happy you are. So yeah. every hour you spend on Facebook makes you less happy. Everyone knows it. Still, most of the people do it. I mean, 20 years ago, everyone was watching TV. We all knew watching TV is bad. Still, people did it. Now we have to, like I have kids. I have to tell my kids, do not watch too much TV. Do not do too much social media. Yeah? We have to also teach them how to understand what are good news, what are fake mm -hmm. news, what are what are right news, and to somehow, I think it, it will become much more important to be able to understand that information might sound very plausible, but you have to understand what's behind that information. There's this book, How to Read a Book. I've, I've heard of that. That's also a little, little crazy thing here. Huh? That, that's a, I don't know, like a, a hundred of pages book where an author explains explains how you should read information, how you should read a book, and you should understand what was the intention of the author behind it, what was the, the experience, what was the, 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 the situation, and why did that person write the book in the first place? So because nothing is unintentional, yeah? and we 
Like our kids will have to be much more careful of you know, how to be influenced, what do people want from you and what is really making them happy. You know, if, if, that, if the marketing becomes better, also we have to protect our kids from only consuming. You know, marketing meets, meets, means consuming. So I have to teach them also. I mean, I'm, I'm a marketer myself, but I, of course, it's my job somehow to, to sell products. But I wouldn't say in the end on an ethical point of view that like, it's, not, it's not only good. Good marketing is not only good. Yeah. Good is to have friends and to have a good evening in good company. That is actually good. To sit around a fire with no screen time. That is, I think, those in that direction goes what is good for us. You know? KI is definitely a thing that we have to think about. Yeah. And the yeah the the non screen time, <laughs> I think that that we are yeah. struggling collectively on on making sure that our kids somehow manage that right, or yeah. that if they have screen time, they use it for their benefit right as an educational purpose. Yes. So that's how we try to direct it into that. Um, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, the weirdest thing to me is when you see uh, two friends who are sitting next to each other, like out in the park. And they're both playing the same game. They're playing with each other on their phones, not looking at each other, not talking to each other, but playing the same game with each other just while they're next to each other. Very strange society <laughs> yeah. we live in. Yeah, yeah. But at least they're sitting next to each other and they're playing the same game, right? It yeah. could be also true that they both play a different game, right? And it's like it beats all purpose where they're like, why are you even, why have you met in the first place? Because <laughs> you're not. Yeah. You're not even interacting with each other, right? As long as they play the same game, they could even maybe even talk about the game or whatever, right? And obviously, I have a lot of nerd friends. So <laughs> <laughs> I know that scenario, right? Um, but the the situation where you just sit next to each other, you just share room, and that's all you share, right? It's um, it's um, it's different. It's different. Yeah, my wife and I, when we go out to eat, uh, we we play the game of the relational situation of all the other people at all the other tables around us in the restaurant. You figure out who's who, which couples are both on their phones, staring at the phones, not at each other. Which couples have don't have any phones out on the table and they're just sitting there talking to each other. And you go, oh, okay, they're not going to last. Oh, but they mm, that looked good over there, right? So <laughs> you can judge almost by their device a little bit about. Uh, the state of their lives. Yeah. There's also those couples that don't talk at all, right? Yeah. They just look at different directions with the mean face on us. Wow. <laughs> and I'd rather be on a phone, right? <laughs> it's true. Some older couples, they don't talk to each other anymore. It's, it's weird. It's also crazy. You don't want to end up in a situation like that, maybe. I mean, I've I've been on a on a one week business trip with um, one of the Finns, Russ, from our mm -hmm. uh, employee, and uh, I sat with him for hours at different events, and he wouldn't talk. Right? I mean, it's a Finnish person, right? And then he got up and he he gave me a little nudge on the shoulder and was like, "Maurice, this was a great day. I had so much fun with you." And I was like, "We didn't talk. <laughs> What's going on with you?" But for him, it was perfect, right? He enjoyed it quite a bit. So, yeah, it's also about personalities. Listen, Christoph, um, looking back, if you could jump back in time and talk to your 16-year-old self, what would be the advice that you would give that young Christoph? The advice I would give the young Christoph? Yeah. 
like in my individual situation, my personal situation, I would say like um, not not be too shy with girls back then. I, I was really bad with girls when I was 16 and I was playing, I was spending a lot of time at the, my, on my computer. I was a little nerdy and I would, I would love to have like not middle in his 20s, Christoph, to change his habits a little bit, but maybe to have the 16 year old Christoph to change his habits a little bit. Because yeah, have less screen time, set, set your goals early, like think about what you what you want. You know, think about what you what you really want, and don't don't think about what your what what your friends want from you and what your parents want from you. What do you want? And then I wonder if that's maybe a little bit too much for some sixteen-year-olds. Like that also has developed uh, has to develop, of course. So, but I think it's a lot. There, there's a lot possible. Like I had times when I was 16, when I think back, when 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 I was sad, when I thought when I thought, oh, there is this girl, I can never reach out to her, and these other things I have, it's also bad. And the other people, they are lucky, they get the right girl, or they have the better sport events, or they have the better friends, or whatever. And I think it's not about um, it's not about luck. It's it's something like you can create anything you want if you just work work on it. You can create any life that you want like steve steve jobs said like he said the world around us uh, around us was made by by people who thought about it who wanted the world to look like it looks now you know? so it wasn't an imagination a vision of people you don't need an intellect you don't need any other things just to go for it you know? and you you can you can reach anything you can do anything that's the second time in in two episodes that steve jobs has been uh, quote it as a, yeah. <laughs> as a motivational source. Maybe the most quoted guy actually, or is, isn't he? Like Steve Jobs was an inspiration. But it's just that, yeah, just that idea that uh, you know, it's it's the people who actually think about it and do it and are a little bit, you know, that society sees it a little bit crazy. They're the ones who change the world, and that's I, I think that's what you're advocating there, which I 100% agree with. Is that you got to be a little bit different than the than the average, and but you can make anything you want to make. Just go and do it. Yeah, I mean, Musk is a good example, right? He's an absolute weirdo, and there's a lot of things wrong with him. But boy, has he changed the world, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, with a number of products, actually. And do you know Jim Ron? Jim Ron is also one of my, mm -hmm. my most yeah. listened to person who gives all of kind of life help advice. And he he also he had he has this one talk where, where he talks about that. Um, yeah, people have laid out also a life for you. Like, let's say um, someone wants to live your life in the metaverse, let's say, huh? and he wants you to spend a lot of time on the screen and with, with vision goggles and, and, and whatever. Yeah? So that is that is their way of how they think that you should live. But I think we, we all should be able to make our own vision of how we want to live. Yeah? Do we want to have a lot of goggles on our on our eyes? Do we want to live in the metaverse? instead of like sitting maybe with real friends and real people around. And it's a, also Metaverse is a big story. It has good sides, I think. It has bad sides. It's how, how you use it a little bit. Um, uh, and then Jim Ron says, like, if you think like it's all luck and you don't take it in your own hands, maybe all the other people have not think of, like they, they didn't have um, um, uh, much, for, for you in their world. Yeah? So most of the people who change the world and who do things, they think actually, yeah, they think wide and they think for the society, but in the end, they think for themselves. Like your 
other people ha have these ideas and if you if you don't um, do it yourself build your own vision of how everything can become maybe it's not much that is left actually with all the visions that others generated for you it's not it's not enough all right gentlemen uh christoph i thank you so much for coming on and blessing us with your time great stuff um and sharing uh, a lot of your wisdom i i'm pretty sure that our viewers and listeners will have a great time um following um your advice and let's see maybe one of them two of them actually change their ways maybe it's one of us what about <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> absolutely i'm i'm in <laughs> so yeah thanks a lot for coming on uh have a great evening and uh talk to you soon all right talk to you cool. soon thank you thanks christoph bye-bye